another night in my pub uh, back in my village, April the 30th. You will get information. I'm also having a charity football match at Nissan Football Stadium uh, with a few special guests, I hope. Uh, so lots of things going on, but I will give you more information on that uh, in the days to come. Now, this morning, I'm speaking about spirituality. Great subject, vast subject. And the Bible verses we're going to use are James chapter 4, James chapter 4, and just verse 6 through to verse 10. James chapter 4, verse 6 to 10. And it says this, But he gives more grace, therefore he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned into mourning, and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. May the Lord add his blessing to his reading this morning. Spirituality. It's a big subject. And so I looked it up. I thought, what does spirituality mean? And this is what I came up with. The quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. A shift in priorities that allows us to embrace our spirituality in a more profound way. Also, seeking a meaningful connection with something that is bigger than yourself. An individual search for ultimate sacred meaning and purpose in life. A quality that involves deep feelings and deep beliefs. A state or quality of being dedicated to God. So this morning, what I want to ask myself and what I want to ask each and every one of us is this. Would you like to know God better? Does your spiritual life, I don't know, maybe this morning need a little bit of a, a jump start? Would you like to receive God's approval? Would you like victory? Would you like a closer walk with God? Well, the answer, I hope, to all those questions is yes, we do. Every single one of us. So how do we get there? Well, I would suggest that the first thing we do is humble ourselves. We've seen a lot in sport recently about taking the knee. But I would suggest that rather than take the knee, we bow the knee. God doesn't want us to brag. He simply wants us to serve. So we need to bow the knee. We need to pray to God and say, make me humble. Humility grows best in the rich soil of God's grace. So when we pray, let's not pray for more humility, let's pray for more grace in our hearts so that when we do boast, we don't boast of ourselves, we don't boast of our church, but we boast of Him. And don't think too highly of ourselves. We're all the same. We're all as important as each other. Not one of us is more important than the other. 
And that's for every single one of us. God has no favourites. And here's the punchline. That includes society. That includes the people out there as well as us. Humility doesn't come easy, does it, for most of us? Because we like to be in charge. We like to be in control of things. But if we want to get better, if we want to be healed, if we want to be forgiven, then there's no other way. It's fight or surrender. Fight, we lose, but I believe if we surrender in faith, we win. So we need to humble ourselves. We need to take, bow the knee. We also sometimes need to fight back, don't we? I don't know this morning, we may have come, I don't know how we've come to church this morning. We may have come feeling a little bit down. We may have come feeling a little bit out of it. We may have come and we're struggling with things. We may have come and we're perhaps falling away. Well, verse 7 said, resist the devil and he will flee. So we need to fight back. I don't know what we're fighting today. Because each and every one of us, make no mistake, at times fights something. So what are we fighting today? I want to tell you today to hang in there and resist in order to defeat whatever the struggle is. By ourselves, yeah, we can't win. But with God's help, we can't lose. Verse 8 tells us to draw near, doesn't it? Draw near to God and He will draw near to you. Sometimes, if we're honest, we draw near to all the wrong things. We need to simply draw near to Him. I wonder this morning, I asked myself this question, how near are we to God this morning? It's not a question of how near He is to us. How near are we to Him? You know, we can look at some married couples, or we can be a married couple, and I can speak of that because I am married. Uh, and they can sit together, they can be together, they can do things together, and yet they're miles apart. It's possible to be married and live entirely separate lives. And we can come to church sometimes, and we can be miles away from God. And we can look at other married couples and they don't have to say a word. They don't have to speak anything. They don't have to do anything. But you can just tell how close they are. And it's a bit like that with us, isn't it? We need to become intimate with God. We need to get closer. And we only get closer and get to know each other as we build relationship. Spending time together. Listening to each other. Sharing with each other by doing life together. Because when we don't, we grow apart. How many times do we say, we bring conversation and people talk about people and then somebody's name comes up and we say, oh yeah, I know him or I know her. But the reality is, we don't really know them. We know of them, but we don't really know them. And that's a danger sometimes with God. Oh yeah, I know him, but we don't, not really. How close are we to him today? Have we drawn near 
to God today. It also tells us to clean up. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, verse 8 says, and purify your hearts, you double-minded people. We need to clean up. We must cleanse our hands because they're dirty with the things that we do wrong. And let's be honest, let's be real, we all do things wrong. We all do things wrong. And it's that three-letter word, sin. A word that we don't particularly like these days, or society doesn't like, and even sometimes the church doesn't like. The word sin. Wrongdoing. The things we do wrong. We have to purify our hearts because we get divided and distanced. I wonder how we feel today. Me, myself. How far away do I feel from God? Or how close do I feel to God? And the question I think that I need to ask myself and the question that I think we need to ask ourselves is who moved? Who moved? Because in my experience, whenever I have not been following God like I should, I know for a fact it's always me that's moved. It's never him. It's always been me. So ask ourselves that question today. And what we need to do, and this is what we're not good at, this is what's a struggle, but this is what commits us and dedicates us. We need to plough the hard ground. Ploughing is a tough job. It's got a little bit easier with machinery and everything. Of course it has, but it's still a hard job. And we need to plough the hard ground of our own hearts so that God can shower us with righteousness. And that's why we need to seek Him today and every day. Ploughing is hard work. It means pulling up weeds. It means removing rocks. It means a lot of digging. But it's how deep, it's how we keep the good fruit coming. It's how we keep the good fruit growing. Same with other people. We need to pan for good in people. And I think sometimes we can be better at that. Think of the the guys out in the gold mines panning for gold. And what they do, they get the pans and they're panning away and there's all the dirt, there's all the muck. And then suddenly a little bit of gold, you see it. But it takes a while. And I just really believe that that's what we've got to do with people. We need to pan for gold in people. As we're looking through the issues, the hurts, the mistakes, the wrongs, the sin. The sad thing is, we notice all those things. It's easy to notice them. But what we miss and what we never notice is the gold. Because I believe there's gold in every person. So we need to pan for gold in people. Get serious. Verse 9. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Matter of the fact is, we're big time sinners. Every single one of us. And so we need a big time saviour. We're not going to be happy all the time. We're not going to be on top of the world all the time. And that's the reality. But our past failures should make us stronger in him. But we need... Here's the key for me. We need to learn from them. We need to recognize them. I'm not saying keep remembering them because we're forgiven. But we need to remember them to recognize them and learn from them. 
Don't dwell on them. Yeah, put them in the past. But they should make us stronger in the future. Verse 10. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. In other words, we need to stay low. We need to remain humble. The story is told of a young man who asked his mentor for some advice and this is the reply that he got. Lie low and exalt Christ. Lie low and exalt Christ. So this morning, the challenge to me as I was preparing this is, where are we? Where are you? Where am I this morning? Are we ready to bow the knee? Are we ready to fight back? Are we ready to draw near? Are we ready to clean up? Are we ready to get serious? Are we ready to stay low? It's not about looking the part, as it were. It's about living it. Spirituality is not about looking the part and doing everything you're supposed to do. It's about living it. And as we've seen recently with a lot of leading church leaders, and I say that not as a criticism, I say that as a reality. Because what it brings home to us is we're all at risk of temptation. And we can only beat it by being close to Him. It also underlines that none of us are perfect. It's just sometimes we think we are, if we're honest. But none of us, none of us are perfect. And that comes back to humility. In God's kingdom, as it were, the song, The Only Way Is Up. Well, I'm sorry, The Only Way Is Down. In God's kingdom. We need to be emptied and we need to be filled. And of course, we leak. Smith Wigglesworth. We leak. So the Holy Spirit fills us, but then we leak. So what we need to do is be refilled again. Are we allowing God to transform us this morning? Are we allowing God to transform our lives? Or have we become a stagnant pool? We need a fresh supply of water or else the pond, well, we know what happens. It dries up. And along come the parasites and they live in the pond. And so we need fresh water to flow in and to flow out again. So in effect, we need an overflow. We too often replace spirituality with religious things. If someone goes to church or someone goes to Bible study or someone prays regular, then we think they are spiritual. It doesn't necessarily tie up sometimes because we can play the part. We think that spiritual maturity is about how much maybe Bible knowledge or theological knowledge we have acquired. But it doesn't necessarily. Sanctification is a result not only of giving, but receiving. It's about receiving as well as giving. So, I'm back to where I started. Who wants a jump start this morning? There's times when we all need a jump start in our lives and in our spiritual lives and how we live and where we're at and what we're doing and what's going on in our lives. We all have so much going on in our lives and I think we tend to forget that sometimes. You know? But build a purpose. 
If I asked everybody this morning, what's your purpose? Would you know? Would you have an answer? Learn from spiritual models. I think of some of the people who have influenced my life. Great spiritual models. Who's ours? Would we know? Pursue a virtue. What is yours? Where do you find meaning? How do you feel connected? How should you and I live? People should know that I'm different. People should know that you're different. We need to believe, we need to belong, and we need to become. Spirituality, wow, it's a, it's a big question. But for me, it's, it's just simply a daily journey. It's a daily journey. It's a gradual growth. We will never, whether we like it or not, I'm not going to gain perfection, but we can get better. We can try and I certainly believe in a God who simply wants us to try our best to be the best that we can be. People need to hear God, not us. We need to point people to Jesus, not rules. He needs to increase in us, in our lives, and we need to decrease. We need to be a good reflection to the world and to others. I wonder, are we? Somebody once said, it's not about what you are in public, but it's about what you are in private as well. Also, we need to be committed, don't we? We need to be committed. We need to be committed to a long-term relationship with Jesus. We need to be dedicated. We need to be devoted to the task, to the purpose, to the vocation. And again, another word we don't like very often, we need to be disciplined. We need to be disciplined sometimes. There's an old chorus, which I've probably quoted before, says this, to be like Jesus, this hope possesses me. In every thought and deed, this is my aim, my creed. To be like Jesus, this hope possesses me, his spirit helping me, like him I'll be. But then there's another chorus I thought of, and I thought, well, that one needs to come before that one. And this was it. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Break me, melt me, mold me, and fill me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. So for me, spirituality, it's as simple as a daily walk with Jesus in order to build relationship and listen to him and learn from him and grow in him and be effective in reflecting him to others. Reflect, reflecting his love, his forgiveness, his acceptance and just share with people how amazing he is. It's that simple. Where are we this morning? Do you need a jump start? Do you need encouraging to fight? I don't know. But as we pray, ask God to draw close to you. But it's you that needs to make the step.
to draw close to him. He's always there. We're the ones that always move. So let's just close our eyes where we are. And just have a few minutes silence and bring where you're at to God. prayer together. O Lord, grant us grace that we might humble ourselves in your sight. Show us where pride has taken root. Shine the light of your word on the hidden parts of the heart where we have sinned and done wrong. Have mercy on us. Restore us, O Lord, that we may rejoice in you once again. And we pray these things in your name. Amen. Amen. And if you need to speak to anybody after, just even amongst yourselves, you know, let's be up for this. If we need a jump start, let's get it. And let's live out a life of spirituality. Amen.